All right, hello, my name is Austin Hemrich and I am agnostic, which is basically saying that you don't know if there is a God or there isn't. It's often like combined with slash confused with atheism, where atheism is like the denial of their existence of a higher power, which there is, I could see how like those would be pretty similar, but there is a pretty fundamental difference, like saying that you aren't, you can't possibly know that there if there is or isn't so you can't like claim or take a side on it basically is what um the basis of agnostic is hello i am and i am christian which is basically just um believing that jesus came died and resurrected in and through god Hi, I'm Brooke Barrett, and I'm a Christian, and I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and I believe in the Holy Spirit and God, the Holy Trinity. Okay. Uh, my name is Basma Bograro, and uh, I'm Muslim. As being a Muslim, I believe that Islam is the complete and universal version of an original faith that was revealed many times before through prophets, include Adam, Abraham, Musa, and Jesus. Muslims consider the Quran is the original Arabic to be the unalert and final inspiration of God. Okay. So the origin of athe- uh, uh, there I go again agnosticism, there's not really like a set beginning to it because it's kind of like always been around. There's definitely been a rise to it. So the first thing I could find that was like kind of sort of the kickoff to uh, being agnostic is metamorphoses, where um. Ovid was talking about how the gods aren't exactly perfect and um, how a lot of their planning, a lot of the planning, their actions of them, no, a lot of their actions were just motivated by lust or pride. So it's kind of like knocking the gods off of their high horse, metaphorically. Um, And that was kind of the start of, huh, maybe they're not all they're cracked up to be. And then like later down the road, the modernist movement had a lot of, um, like one of the main themes of the modernist movement was rejecting the like traditions. So with uh, music, literature, government, religion specifically, uh, just like saying the norm was for people to believe in a god or gods or something. But with the modernist movement, a lot of the writers were like rejecting that norm and like kind of sort of saying that there might not be a god. So I think that is where. Um, it's really it really like picked up and then today it's more and more common that people are like not believing in god so from my understanding christianity originated um at after the death of jesus um so Typically, during that time period, during Jesus' life, women were not um, treated well, but he often treated women very well. Actually, he made women very um, equal to men. And 
one of the first people to find him was a woman, um, and that was after um, three days of being buried. Um, she quickly ran to his closest follower, which was known as John the, the Baptist, and because um, she came in a panic, he also left with uh, Peter, I believe it was, to go and look and um, see what all of this like anxiety was about that she was giving, saying that the tomb is empty, someone stole the body, when really and truly he had resurrected. And um, because of that resurrection, his new covenant became, became like in play. It started the new covenant, yeah. Which was him claiming, not claiming himself as king, but that he is the Messiah, the Son of God, that um, there's not to, um, not to go based off of the Old Testament, but he's starting something new for everyone to uh, live by, and that that specific thing was to not treat others as you wanted to be treated, but to love one another as I, quote-unquote, God, have loved you by sending his son, Jesus, to die for everybody's sins. All right. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, just that that separation started after... Um, Jesus had come to the disciples after resurrecting, after his resurrection, and um, spoke to them, and they had received salvation, and then they started going out, and he, he, that's what he has called us all to do, is go out to all, all corners, like all four corners of the earth, spread the word to every, like, living person. Every nation. Every nation, and... That's what that was the start of Christianity because the separation between Christianity and Judaism is the belief that Jesus is the Messiah and that He's already come for us and saved us and that we can have salvation through Him and that it, it's already happened in Judaism. They're still waiting on the Messiah to come. I don't know what it is. Just make a way it. that was much easier for anybody to enter in and to be saved and to go to heaven because all you have to do now is believe say yeah say a prayer that you believe he's the son of god and that you need him in your life and then you're saved and you can go to heaven that you believe in the holy spirit too okay well for me the islam started uh, as we know like muhammad he was the founder of the islam at the age when he was 14 years old he received his first, it was in Ramadan, he received his first uh, revelation from uh, the angel called Jibreel, who had given him the responsibility for inscribing these messages from God to give it to the mankind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're going to go into a daily life slash expectations. Which was in Mecca, Medina. I, was, I remember the location. Okay. Yeah. Um... So for agnostics, like your expectations aren't really much because you, you don't have anybody keeping you accountable, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of dives into like what religion is as a whole. In most religions, like you, 
have a reason to be good. You know, like, mm-hmm. you want to, like, do this to get to where you want to go or something like that. So there's an argument for, like, that's why people, we need religion on Earth is so, like, to try to keep people good, like, with morality. But, I mean, I know plenty of agnostics that are decent people. Like, they're, um, like they're not jerks. They donate and stuff like that. Yeah. But... Um, they're holding they're they're only accountable to themselves though i think that's a pretty big point where if you believe in a god then you're accountable to them like they're holding you accountable for your actions where if you're if you're not believing in a higher power or something like that then you're the only one holding yourself accountable and it's a lot harder to hold yourself accountable than it is to be accountable to somebody else so i think that's like a pretty a uh, key point of like all religions like having that in common that um like keep trying to keep them moral and do doing the right thing. But yeah, like I said, as for diagnostic, there's nothing like set in stone, like you need to do this, this, and this, because mm-hmm. we don't really have a structure. There's no like sacrificing really of anything. Right. So the daily life of a Christian or living a Christian-like life um, is basically to just... I mean, be faithful to God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Pray is definitely something that needs to be done, um, but not everybody does it, and that doesn't mean that people have lost faith or don't have faith. It just means that it just slips away, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to still go to heaven. Um, Sacrificing is... Um, not done just um, during a certain time of year either. Um, For Christianity, sacrificing can be done every day um, or even just one day a week. So um, like sacrificing time to read a verse in the Bible is a form of keeping faith and um, something that a Christian would do in their daily life. Um, I don't know what to say about a Christian's daily life. Okay, so for my personal, what I believe the daily life and expectations are basically the same as yours, but I can get more in depth. But um, Daily we should be living... Um, with in consideration of like what God's plan is for us today and each and every day and how we can best live that out in the little things and in the big things and having this like readiness to do whatever he's asking us to do whether it be big or small, and I feel like a lot of times Christian can, Christians want to do like the big and cool things, but it's really not about that. It's about all the little things. It's about growing to be more Christ-like and to show people um, his love, which is, we believe, and what's true, that he is, his love is good and it's pure and it's nothing like what the world has to offer. But... Um, and also having daily, like some type of daily sacrifice, which is just 
having your prayer time in the morning is a common thing for a lot of pe- a lot of Christians is having morning prayer time, worship time, reading your Bible, reading a devotional, reading a, a book that's kind of like a devotional or whatever, something like that daily to keep your mind sharpened, which is biblical because it talks about putting on the armor of God daily, which is like reading the Word of God. But as a Christian, since we have the mark of Jesus on us, because we're saved, God sees us as perfect, and he loves us already, no matter what we do. So in a way, it's like there's no expectation, because he just loves us already, no matter, unconditionally. But at the same time, if you want to sharpen yourself, sharpen your mind, and continue to grow in your faith instead of being stagnant, it's important to do like daily prayer, reading your Bible, and all of that that I talked about. Um, it's basically just know more about God, because he wants us to know more about him. Yeah, he wants, to know, he wants us to know him, because like he knows us, and he wants to, he desires to know us, and he does, desires for us to know him. I repeat to the make the relationship three times. But. <laughs> to make the relationship complete, because... Mm-hmm. It's it's one hundred one hundred even in a marriage one hundred one hundred it's not a fifty fifty thing. Yeah. So, in a Christian's daily life, it is better to pray daily, read daily. It's more than just going to church on Sunday. It should never just be like a one day a week thing. It's a seven day a week, twenty four seven lifestyle. And loving everybody the same no matter what they are all right okay and for me as a slam um in daily life uh the five players which is going to be um praying five times a day which is going to be in the morning in the evening and um in the afternoon and after the sunset and before you go to sleep so it's like five times and uh, once a year, there's a month that we fast from sunset till sunrise. It's like every year we do that. And um, we make in that month a donation at the end of the fasting, which is like feeling more with the poor people and how all of that. So it's going to be like uh, there's a donation that month. And... Um, they also expect that you go uh, like Hajj, what is called like um, uh, like um, the worship that where is Muhammad he lived. So it's it's good that if it's once a year you visit that place. Mm-hmm. And we also we don't need uh, eat pork, and its preferences to eat. Uh, halal food, which is um, need to be uh, slaughter the animals so you can eat them because it's healthier. So there's like specific way um, so that you can eat that meat. Yeah, I think. Um, what else? That's it. Okay. Um, and as far as afterlife goes, for agnostics, there's. We don't really know. Um, I'm not going to say we don't believe in an afterlife because we don't know. But, like, literally, that's, I mean, that's it. We just don't know. Could be, could not be. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then for Afterlife Rose, it's weird for us to both speak because it's like we're going to say almost the same. Yeah. But just we both, I know, believe that we'll go to heaven. And be- have eternal life. Yeah. And that, like, after you're saved, your name is written in the book of life, and then God is, and Jesus is there preparing a place for you in heaven. And then when you die, he takes you there. <laughs> but before going to afterlife, is there like a process before or not really? No. Well, you, you well, you go to the. You have to you have accept to Jesus in your. Yeah, accept Jesus into your life. You live your life for however long God wills you to live. Has has you to live, which according and to And is there like will. levels or no? There are levels in heaven and there are levels in hell. I don't know how many, and what each one is called specifically but there mm-hmm. is and um you have to answer for the things that you've done in your life when you go mm-hmm. up to heaven whether you're a christian or not and um, you have to answer for your sins still so there's there's judgment there but you're still being let into, let into heaven yeah we need to be asked to for some certain questions as well and we have uh, seven levels for heaven and seven levels for hell. Mm. Depends how bad you are or how good you are. And before you're going to afterlife, which is heaven or hell, there's like the process when your soul get out from uh, your, your body. There's like two angels that they take your soul and it depends if it's painful, if that's the person's very bad person, and if it's really good, he doesn't feel uh, when the soul came out from uh, the body. All right. So I guess we can go to questions now, because I can literally feel Katie itching to grill me. <laughs> um, oh, oh, let's, 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 not not do that. let's all just love yeah. on each other. We can I pause it and then think about several questions that we can ask. Yeah. Okay. So. That we have, like, so when Muslims go to worship, mm-hmm. is there an offering given, like a tithe? When like how tr- uh, Christians go to church, like it's a building that we go to every week, and we give like money as an mm-hmm. offering to God. Yeah, we. So there's like masjid that Muslims go there, and the men's they have to go every Friday, okay. like it's they should go there. But for women's, it's not like. Uh, requirement it's preferences but not requirement for each Friday because they sing like they talk about Islam and they pray and then just go home there's no if you want to do donations if that's what you're asking for like yeah, giving it's money like to a donation. people no it's more like to the I don't how do Muslims worship when they when Muslims go to worship every is it mm-hmm. every day every week one time a week well, some men's or some women's they go to masjid every time when they want to pray. Uh, uh, but for Friday, it's required like for men to go there um, at one okay. till maybe four, uh, till two. To worship. Yeah. And worship in a way is like probably the same as prayer too. It's a praying. Like... They're just going to pray. And then there's like whoever going to pray with them who's the leader or sheikh we call him uh he's just gonna talk about islam giving him advices and all of that 
Yeah, uh, but for donations, it's required as well to give for, which is called zakah, to, to give uh, to poor people money. It's after fasting. So it's after only to poor people. Yes, for poor okay. people, we have to give them money or food or any of that after fasting. It's like required. It's not preferences. You have to. And then like just all throughout the year, you just... Well, yeah, it's, like it's, it is for it's anyone good to give donation. It's like, um, it's like giving bonus in your mm-hmm. life to doing a good thing. But after, um, like some people, they give $10 or more, but mm-hmm. not less than $10 if you have good money. If you're poor, then the other people is going to help you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool. usually they tell you like how much you want to give. If you want to give more, good. If you want to give... That's the amount, like ten dollars, usually here. Yeah. Okay. And for worship, that called like a Mecca, that's like people traveling there. It's not really easy to go there, so people, many people, wish to go there because it's like wash all your guilt and all of that. But for a masjid, is like it's very, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. And women, so men have to go on Fridays, and women is optional any day. It doesn't matter. No, if you want to go on Friday, it's okay. it's up to you if you can, if you cannot. Uh, but for men, they have to go every Friday. For the three hours? Not three hours, like uh, from one till two. It's including oh, the prayer, and the sheikh is going to um giving advices and talk about anything. Okay. All right. So, um. Okay, so we had ran out of time, but there was one more thing that I thought that was definitely worth mentioning that we didn't get a chance to get to, and that was um, the similarities between different religions and um, like different events that happened in their past. So I thought that was worth talking about real quick. Anybody want to start? Yes. Yeah, so. Among several religions, there or I don't know the specific religions, but there's always a common theme of a, some type of great flood happening on the earth, and also another story about creation, and another com- about <laughs> about someone returning to earth for saving is that a common thing i think that's common. there's something like that there's some kind of like redemptive thing that's common among religion as well and then a lot of times in religious books um snakes are used as a symbol of evil i have nothing to add for me okay. i think if that's all there's nothing um does it say anywhere in islam where um all right so that's the end of our podcast thank you for listening i would thank all the sponsors but turns out we sponsored this thing ourselves (laughs) um thank you professor martin (laughs) (laughs) thank you professor martin for bringing us all together um all right that's it see ya